One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Shalimar, Shakatak, Shawadi Wadi, Shakakan, Shakademus and Pliers. I've said Shawadi Wadi. You have? I yeah. have. Linda, bloody Pollock is with us in the house. How are you, Linda? I am doing all right, you know. Oh, good. What have you been up to, my love? The world is crumbling around me. Oh, why? Th- things are breaking. My car's not quite right. My plumbing's not quite right. Yes. Of which more in a second. But right. I did oh. manage to fix my own freezer the other day. How do you do that? I've got a toolkit, Clinton. Well, and YouTube. I, this is this is the modern way. Yes. This is the modern way. I do not have any powers. Oh, I've got supernatural powers. But if it comes to bleeding a radiator, can't do it. The thing is, right, our Paul, when he left, he took his tools with him. Right, okay. And he's got a sizable toolkit. Right? Yes, okay. that's what he uses for work. Right. So I was used to having various tools at my avail whenever I wanted to. Right. So when he went, I decided I would get myself a small, a miniature toolkit of my own. Okay. And I'm not sorry about it, because I do not need a man, it turns out. I can fix this shit myself. What about electrics and that sort of thing? Were okay, I need a man know? for that. Yes, okay, but right. not for freezers. I went in, I, pulled, I got my hairdryer. Right. right, don't put your hairdryer inside the freezer. But outside the freezer, I used it to blast all the ice that had gathered because the ice had compacted so much at the back that it was pushing the drawer out, which I know. was opening the Do door. You know, I had the very same thing. You've just saved me a lot of money. Boom, I'll bring me tools next time. I'll sort you. Thank you very much. Um, no, that's very good. Um, and you learned that off YouTube. Did I you? did, yes. I'd done it from uh, without um, removing the internal uh, wall uh, beforehand, but that was just a quick fix. I needed to go in and go deep, and I did that thanks to YouTube. Well, can I just say to any kids listening, teenagers, people whose parents are encouraging them to get a trade like electrician or plumber, don't bother. Do what I do for a living, which is... Well, it's not a proper job, is it? it? But it's a vocation. It's a calling. It's magical. You don't need... Linda's just proved you don't need to. I mean, people like me, I can speak to... It's David Bowie. People like that. Well, surely you could speak to a plumber at the drop of a hat. A dead one, but, I mean, sometimes... At least they'll turn up. Who is a, a, who is a famous dead plumber that I can get in touch? I mean, there are all... They don't have to be... Keep the jokes out of it, Linda. <laughs> anyway, listen, last week we had... Uh, and someone else has left a very spooky Ooh. message. This really freaked me out, right? Uh, this this arrived... Um, just have a listen to this, right? Uh, listen to this. I know where you were last Saturday. And I hope you had a lovely time. Yes, I did. Well, I'm glad you had a lovely time. That's a bit horrible. And do you know where I was last Saturday? I was with Linda, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, they know. <laughs> That's absolutely terrifying. I know where you were last Saturday. And I hope you had a lovely time. I hate to say it, but it does sound a little jewellery, jewellery. <laughs> I know you're not allowed to say that, particularly this bit. And I hope you had a lovely time. I hope you had a lovely time. Do you know, I wrote to him twice as a kid. Thank God he never got the letters. Oh, God. Um, listen, we'll only have to delete this later. We don't want to mention the, the you know. Him. Him. I don't know where you were last Saturday. Not with you, thank Christ. No. Um, yeah, the other thing about, just to get back to the plumbers and, and people who do have proper skills. Yes. Practical skills. Yes. I also received this this week on the telephone. I don't know where you were last Saturday. I 
soldiers were here called us power drill in the local paper. And then six months later, I received the very same one back as a Christmas present from my brother-in-law. Minus the power pack. Bye. Spooky. Well? Not really. A bit of a poor one, that. It's, it's someone's just clearly put something in the local paper. Yeah. The, There's nothing supernatural. No, but in the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Well, it's a good try, whoever sent that in. I can't remember his name, and if I wrote it down, I can't be bothered to read it out anyway. So, listen, I want to move straight to the... Sp- Actually, no, I don't. I want to tell you about what I did this weekend. Oh, I want to hear it. Because I know what I was doing this Saturday... I know where you were last Saturday. I was not with Linda this last Saturday. No. I was at Bolt. I was in Bolton. And I don't want to say the name of the venue because I want to go back there to perform. And also, strangely, I am a member of this particular venue. It's a, it's a well-known health club, but I'm not going to say what it is. We did a gig there. Uh, Colin Manford. Do you know Colin Manford? He's Jason's brother. Of course, That's yes. That's right. He was on the bill, and um, I just want to say to anyone who does come to see me, try not to drink so much that you actually do a wee-wee oh. uh, <laughs> while you're watching me, right? There were two women, drunk. actually there were four very drunk women, and then a fifth... Who someone was rubbing her back. Oh, that's never a good sign. Never a good sign. In her forties, probably in her mid forties, and from where I was standing, she had her legs slightly apart as well. Horrible it was, and um, I was trying to attract, you know, spirit of dogs and that. I could see her short edge schnauzer. Anyway, the thing is, it looked like someone had Don King in a leg lock. That's an old joke. It's an old joke. But anyway, right. Very retro. I was. <laughs> the kids don't know Don King. I was looking straight into the new year from where I was stood on the stage. But anyway, she was having her back rubbed. You could see uh, next week's washing. I could see next week's washing. It was horrendous. The thing is. All this stuff was going on. I thought, if that woman is sick, having her back rubbed, I will not be performing. Can I say? Yes. That's always what's going to happen when you rub someone's back who's feeling a bit gippy. Yes. Always. Yes. Have you, have you seen babies? That's what you do to I, get... That's what you do. That, that is, and it's the final stages, isn't it? Of course it? it is. I think sitting there and maybe getting someone a glass of water is the early stage. That's that's at the business end of things, also, isn't it? Also, you do that in the toilet, right? Oh, you do that in the toilet while you've got them contained. You don't do it in a public space because, again, we all know where it's going to lead. Exactly. And if anyone's listening who was at that gig in Bolton, you'll know what I'm talking about. So there were two in the front who were quite fun, a bit pissed, joined in a bit. Two ladies behind them who were f***ing vile, right? (laughs) Anyway, so I come on, they're talking, shouting back at me and stuff, and I'm saying, all right, I'll come to you in a minute, I'll do a reading in a minute, thinking I'll do a reading for them, that'll shut them up, you know. And so then one of them, what, what was she doing? Uh, oh, she wouldn't say her name and all that. So anyway, I start going into the audience to give my sacred readings, contacting yes. people, friends, relatives, That's departed. the bit people have come for. That's what they... And they haven't come for these two, I have to say. Anyway, one of them gets up, and I think she pissed herself because there was... She had not drinks over. She did knock drinks over as well, but there was a lot all over the floor. And then she was helped out. No security. No security inside. And I won't say the name of the venue. Anyway, her friend is there. People are saying, shut up love shut up and then she comes back in I think the room had it she chundered all over the place at this quite exclusive sports club she comes in and I said you know they've come to see me if they want to see you they'd all be queuing up outside your caravan and that was a red rag to a bull where they start and one of them's going at the end of the day right the end of the day, right? No, 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 shut up, love. And the, no, no, at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, right? I'm surprised she saw the end of the day, personally. <laughs> so she was doing all that, and I was saying, look, I'm not, I can't talk to you now. So anyway, I left to them, <laughs> shouting, no bed, no bed, no bed, flipping the bird. For, for, uh, you know, four fingers up, you know, two each, middle fingers, flipping the bird. And I thought, what a way, what a way to finish. Wow. And everyone was sort of cross with them, and... The majority of people applauding me, apart from the woman who was pissed with her legs akimbo. <laughs> and um, it was a bit of a nightmare. And, I, and oh, at one stage, she sat on the stage, one of these pissed ladies. No. Sat on the bloody stage! Come on now. So if you come to see me, yes, we all like a drink, all right? But don't, don't do that. What is the way to handle that and come out of it gracefully? You just can't, can you? Well, I don't know, because I am a clairvoyant medium psychic. I'm not one of these people who used to be on jonglers no. and what have you, who are good at crowd control. It's not my thing! 
thing. No, and it detracts. And I think it's a shame because people have come, as you said, to contact their dead loved ones, pets, yeah. um, and famous people, etc. Not to see uh, Marks and Spencer's close up. Well, exactly. And, you know, it, it, it put me all on edge. Really cheap yourself. But, you know, well, horrible luckily, luckily. I do feel for you, Clinton. Yeah. I wonder awful. if she shit herself, actually, that lady, coincidentally. <laughs> Let's get to the spooky. Uh, I know you don't believe there's such thing as mythical dangerous creatures roaming the countryside. Remember we spoke to the fact Dan well, Bain? Do you know what? You're wrong there because I did say I believed in big cats. Mythic. We all believe in big bloody cats. But you know, like exotic beasts to believe yeah, in that, right? Mythical, mythical no, creatures. No, 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 no. Glowing eyes, I'm out. Right. Mythic. Get this then from the, what was this, the Daily Mail? Mythical blood sucking chupacapra is spotted running through a Bolivian field after killing up to 75 chickens, ducks and turkeys in a 25-mile radius in Guatemala. That reminds me, have you ever had, you know, the, the, the three-bird roast that they do? They were doing it at Iceland, weren't they? Who was it that they kept stuffing a bird inside a bird yeah, inside that's a bird? It. Dirty get What? Stop playing with your food. I know, three-bird roast. That was that lad Some, from the River Cafe, wasn't it? Something that a number of premiership footballers have <laughs> done, if you were uh, ready. I don't want to delete that. <laughs> Who did that? Ottolenghi? No. No, not um, Heston. The other one. Curly hair, posh, glasses. Um, oh, James Harris, the, no. the uh, antiques bloke, became a woman. No, and not very well at the moment either. Um, Is he not? No, she. All right, stop! Stop the music. No, James Harris. She's not. Lauren Harris, he's not very well. She's been in pa- hospital. She's Don't had a, shoot me down in flames. I couldn't some, remember. She's had some very serious surgery. Right, so oh, sorry. Lots of le- healing vibes. Healing vibes to Lauren Harris. And sorry, I meant... I was thinking about when he... Yeah, but the let's, 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 for God's sake, let's gloss over that. But who are we talking about? Yeah. River Cafe. Um, Looked a bit like Harry Hill with hair. Uh, Heston Blumenthal. No, with hair. <sighs> let's get on with it. <laughs> The legendary blood-sucking creature known as the Chupacabra was reportedly spotted in the western Bolivian city of Uro. The mythical two-legged beast is said to have been picked up by a drone early this month after cows, llamas and alpacas were found dead with most of their blood drained out. It's strange, local filmmaker Carla, Carla Flores told Telemundo. It looks like a dog, but has a hump towards its back. Looking at the images, it has the same positioning that a chupacabra has. Oh yeah, because that's real. The creature is a modern myth of the Americas. Myth, all right, I'll grant you that, but I believe in something different. With large fangs and bright red eyes. Its sighting has been reported in Puerto Rico, Central and South America, Mexico, and on Dartmoor last week, when we spoke <laughs> to that bloke. The southeast western region of the United States. It's been said to suck the blood out of other creatures and was first spotted in Puerto Rico in the 1990s. And I hope you had a lovely time. We don't know if it's the Chupacabra or not, Lucio Portugal told the network. Portugal and government official in the town of Canyapata Canyapata said the dead animals had their blood sucked out of the neck down to the stomach. Oh. On one occasion, the creature is said to have used its tongue to remove an animal's organs. <gasps> oh, I quite fancy that. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> the chupacabra was blamed for killing a flock of chickens, turkeys and ducks at a property in Chisgon <laughs> in the southern Guatemala oh. principality of Chimantalengo Sunday. I'm just looking for flights to Guatemala. Video footage oh, video footage showed the livestock spread across a backyard as curious residents stood over them while others shockingly touched them and grabbed them to the ground. Are you mad? Most of the residents believe the chupacabra attacked the birds from behind to drink their blood before it vanished. I won't. We have many opinions because some neighbours say it could be the chupacabra, while others say that during the night they've heard what seems to be meowing and have seen the shape of a wolf-like animal at night, a woman said, as quoted by Guatavision. Another woman distanced herself from the overall consensus and called on the police department to conduct an investigation. That woman would have been me. Yeah. The truth is not known what kind of animal it is, she said. What we're asking the authorities is to pay a little attention to the situation and help us identify the animal that is behind all this. 
Authorities also received reports of a similar incident that left 75 animals 75. dead. Nothing is that hungry. <gasps> in the village of Pueblo Viejo on March 24th. In May, residents in the rural town of Leona Vicario, 24 miles west of Cancun, I've heard of that one, yeah. blame the chupacabra for killing of a goat that its eyes ripped off. Who's written this? Fucking idiot. <laughs> and blood drained out. <laughs> so there you are. There you are, proof. Linda. That is proof. That <laughs> actually happened. I, I've told this story before, but, you know, I'm fascinated by this sort of thing, mythical creatures. Mm. And only the other day, I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, I was with a friend of mine. She's quite intelligent. She's a school teacher. And she was reading something, a chapter in, in a thing about, you know, sort of British literature, for, I think for the kids. And it, she was reading a, a, cha- a chapter which was which was entitled The Cosmopolitanism of 19th Century Shakespeare with reference to the verse of Othello. And she leaned over to me and said, what are you looking at a TikTok? And I said, Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would protest. There's nothing stupid about that. It's fascinating. Ne- next time, tell you into cryptozoology. What's that? It's the same thing, but it just sounds posh. I'm into crypto... I will, I will do that. Don't know where there'll be a next time. <laughs> Worrying sheep or cows like the chupacabra. I'm always worried. My dog, Miracle, I take her out onto our fields and she does like to chase after the cows. What the cows are doing there, I do not know. It used to be horses. They put bloody cows on there instead. Can, is it true, because people tell me that a farmer is legally allowed to shoot your dog if they worry the cows I or sheep? I think so, but if you're talking about common land, I think that might be slightly different. What do you mean? Well, it is common land, yeah. yeah exactly, right. so if you're on his land, he can do what he wants, he can shoot you. My understanding. Oh, what a load of If bollocks. you're worrying his sheep, <laughs> if you're going up to him and going, listen... <laughs> Have you you seen the ecological report? I don't want to worry you too much. Yeah, no, Kenny's not allowed to do that. What a load of bollocks. No, you can probably find some warning shots. When you go out with your um, doggy, do you find, you know, people are overly protective of their dogs, friendly with their dogs? Do you chat about dogs? Because I find it deeply boring, to be honest. I've got a dog. I've got got cats, but I, I do take them for walks. Hold on a minute. Do you? Yes! Do people see you out? Yes. In fact, there was one woman who was in the middle distance. She was walking like a little Jack Russell. I had my two cats that are sort of little white, big, well, actually quite big, white, fluffy yes. things, right? Yeah. So she sees me in the distance, a woman with two big, white, fluffy things. She presumes our dogs. Yes. And then one of them rushed up a tree. And the yeah. woman nearly shat herself, to be honest. She went... She actually clutched imaginary pearls and recoiled. This, this is true. You go out with these little things on a lead, don't we? No, to... not on a lead. Don't need to be on a lead. They just follow me. Where'd you go with them? Round the block. My mum um, lives round the corner, so Bloody sometimes hell. I go around there and, and they want to come. Very, very risky. So a woman nearly shat herself because she saw you out so with the two. She saw a dog run up a tree. For, it was a cat. Yeah, well, I've got a dog that runs up a tree. And oh, really? I'll even put out... Yes, Miracle does run up a tree. I'm going to put a bloody picture out of it. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, you, you'll be amazed. Uh, where you were last Saturday. Yeah, chasing my dog and the up cat, a tree. Uh, they square up to dogs as well. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> God almighty. I thought cats were supposed to be nice. Well, they are nice. They think they're puppies, I think. Okay. They want to play. Let's get back to the spooky. And this is an interview with the wonderful Adam Cairns, Ooh. who is uh, part of the um, Laughter House in Liverpool. Do you remember I went there the other week? He has got a bloody spooky diary. Have a listen to this. I'm here at the Philharmonic Hall. Adam was telling me about the Laughter House, yeah. where I have not performed. I've performed for these people, but yeah. not at the actual club. Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, spooky stuff that's happening in Liverpool. And he says that the Laughter House is renowned as a haunted venue. Please, in the studio, put the spooky music on, Linda, as Adam tells me what he's experienced. Yeah, so I got to the club... Um, just before, probably about an hour before we were opening to the public. What do you do for the club? I show manage for the club. Show manage for the club? Yeah, so I got there about an hour before uh, we were open to the customers. You have to t- obviously, you'd have to turn the lights on and things downstairs. It's pitch black when you first get in there. Yeah. Um, one of the most renowned stories that was covered on Most Haunted and things like that was um, the ghost of a child downstairs. Right. 
when I got there, turned the lights on, and I sat in the middle of the room, just on the audience chairs, yeah. and the mic stand was already on the stage, and so I was sitting down probably for about five minutes, and when I looked up, because I thought I heard something, and the mic stand was wobbling back and forth, like someone had knocked it. Wobbling backwards and forwards. Right, someone exactly. had passed it, knocked it, yes. Yeah, like someone had walked past it and knocked it, not enough to fully knock it over, but okay. for it to be yeah. steadying itself again. Right. Um, I looked up, obviously I know the history of the pub, so I didn't really think too much of it. It just it is what it is. Because you knew it was... Exactly, it's, it's yeah, exactly, right. yeah. And then um, two minutes passed... And I was just looking at my phone, and then I heard that, like, what's that? Just like a <laughs> what sounded like a child's laugh from the back of the room. A child laughing. Laughing. What did you do? I didn't do anything, to be quite honest with you. Like I say, it's just um, it's it's an occupational hazard. Exactly. It, so many things have happened in the pub that it's just. It's, Can, give us another one because you said something about one night when you thought nobody was there. Yeah. So this was when I worked in the pub. This is probably a good five or six years ago now. Yeah. The place we, was deserted. Yeah. So Is that because Ramon was on the bill? We're gone. It was <laughs> a joke. We'd locked down for the night. Yeah. All the customers had left and we'd obviously bolted all the doors, put alarms on and things like that. It turned all the machines off. Yeah. And I was talking to another staff member and obviously we were making eye contact when we were talking and I seen his eyes gradually start to wander and go somewhere else. So I was yeah. I said to him, What you know, what are you looking at? And he was looking at a bottle that was on the bar. Right. And the bottle was just gradually getting closer and closer to the edge, but it wasn't vibrating off. Because like I say, all the electricals were off, it wasn't right. And the bottle was just gradually, gradually getting closer and then it just got it got to the edge. It didn't go off, but it but but it got just close enough to Do the Do you think I mean I'm playing devil's advocate here. Sometimes if you have some washing up liquid or the bar has been wiped down, there's you know, there's there's no friction because it's got a little bit of a, a film of water to slip on. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like I say, you know, there's probably been a lot of things that I've noticed or seen yeah. that, you know, you could probably explain rationally. Yeah. Uh, that could possibly be one of them, but obviously there's a lot of things that it doesn't matter how, how many times right. I try to make sense of it. It's just there's there's something there that's not... Your uncle told me that he was there one night and he said, after a while, it just gets ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you're there and someone passes. You can... We, it, it, I'd say every... Every other week, I'd say you'll be sitting there, again, before the customers get there every yeah. other week, you'll see someone, not, I say someone, you'll see something dark past, like someone's walked past and you'll look up and it, it, it's happened a few times where me and my brother, Joe, yeah. we'll be sitting there before we've, we've even opened and we'll either hear the door go and we'll actually panic because we'll think, oh, customers have come in early, we don't know, yeah. it's a quarter past seven, it's five past, we need to yeah. tell them to leave till we open. Right. Um, the door will open, we'll see someone walk past and we'll go, We'll actually say to each other, oh, which one of us is going to go and sort this? Because we don't... Oh, and so uh, we go out and there's ditches and there's not a sort. What, what was the uh, venue before it was a comedy venue? So it's always... So it's the Slaughterhouse pub on Fenwick Street. So it was a slaughterhouse? Yeah, I don't think it actually was a slaughterhouse. Right. But um, it's been... It's one of the oldest pubs in Liverpool. Uh, there's been comedy downstairs yeah. for years and years and years. I think it goes back to, like, the 70s. Right. And then um, Laughter House started doing the... Show was there a few years ago, but Adam, I'm a believer. You know that. Yeah. This is my stock in trade. But yeah. I want to thank you very much. And if you hear anything else, you witness anything else. Yeah. Who are you going to call? I'm going to call Clinton Baptiste. Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. We go now to world-renowned medium Gordon Smith, the oh. psychic barber. <laughs> He's more sceptical than Don't me. Don't start laughing. I believe in this. Right, if you know, if you listen to this crap a lot, you'll know that, that Gordon Smith is the one, he poo-poos more than I do, doesn't he? Yes. Now, ghosts don't do that. Yeah, why is writing in a supernatural magazine, take a fate, fate and take a break's take fate a and fortune. Anyway, if it's, please read out this this query. Thank okay. you. I attend lots of spiritualist meetings and get great comfort from them. But there's one thing. I don't understand. Why is it that when a loved one comes through, they talk about really mundane and trivial things? Well, someone could be pulling a string somewhere. For example, when my mother made contact, she kept telling me she didn't like the colour of my new kitchen. Why would that matter to her in the spirit world? I thought she'd want to tell me that things about heaven and the afterlife and that, says Julie, 51, of Manchester. Gordon says, 
As a medium for many years, I've passed hundreds of thousands of messages from spirits to their loved ones. All right, no one likes to show off. I'm often very surprised how mundane some of these messages are. Oh, how sniffy. Yeah, but what, I, but what I must point out is your mother's remark about your kitchen isn't just her opinion on your colour choice. It's more about her telling you that she's still connected to your current life and that she comes close enough to notice things that you have going on. I truly believe she was trying to say she's often with you. I think that when it comes to our loved ones in spirit, there's always a message within a message. Good oh, point. OK. So the listener has to do all the work, right? No. So they get a boring message. Oh, you hope you enjoyed your butter yesterday. And you no. go, oh, oh, it means that she cares about my digestive tract. Well, hold on. What it means is that someone is close to you watching... I mean, I have to say, I'm, I'm sort of... Pendulum is undecided about this, <laughs> to mix metaphors. Because I think that, yes, of course, yes, all right, you're interested in what your mum thinks of your, your, your kitchen, you know, colour you painted on the walls. But also, you would like to know what it's like in the bloody afterlife. Yes, you? I would. It's like, mum, OK, enough. I'll go to B&Q tomorrow. In the meantime, life and that, tell me. That, so that's what you'd like. What would you... I mean, if a loved one came back to visit you and, and wanted to talk to you. What sort of thing, Linda, would you want them to, to I'd tell I'd want to you? know what the instant of death was like. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you what that's like. Really cheat yourself. Well, apart from that. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, when you die, you're that's it, lights out, good, oh, what good a, night, Vienna. Oh, God. But I would love to know, I would love to know what the experience is like, you know, if... And it's a big if someone were able to come back and say they've passed through that particular plague. Granted, I would like to know that. Well, I've experienced it myself, but I'd like the, the spirits to be telling people there's nothing to worry about. Mm. What I do, th and I think it is nice to have spirit come back and say they've been watching you closely. Where I draw Ooh, the no, line? No, I don't, because no. when does it stop? Well, exactly. I watch you sleeping. Don't that, do that. No, that's right. I hope it's a comfort to you. I'm standing inside your wardrobe. <laughs> Looking through the keyhole. I hope that's nice for you. No, I mean, I was thinking you'd get that the grandma or something saying, oh, I like I like your new boyfriend, mm. you know. Oh, I think he's a good fit. And you're thinking, well, is she there when I was sort of face down in the pillow, you know? Also, define good fit. Do you mean... No, not that. But it's like, you know, if she's going, I don't want him doing that to you. That's not, that's not Christian. What are you doing there? <laughs> we didn't you know do that I mean? in do my day. That? We didn't do that in my day. Only on high days and holidays were we allowed to do that <laughs> if you bought me a cushion afterwards. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, um, you, don't want the, you don't want that. You know, oh, I like him. Oh, he's very muscly. You don't think your grandma's watching. Well, maybe that's the question you asked then. Where do you draw the line, spirit? Are you watching me sucking a... <laughs> you don't want that, do you? <laughs> Grandma, Grandma, you know. I know. I like to think if they were able to come back and yeah. be able to observe us, they are. They, they are. would. They would not be any more perverted than they were in life. Okay. Right. So I would hope they wouldn't have done that in person. No, they'll say, I'll, I, "I'm here visiting. I've made every effort to cross the celestial curtain, but I'm going to draw a line because there's a little bit of um, Connie Lingus going on there." <laughs> Why did I'll you? Be back later. I'll be back later. When Give you me finish. five. <laughs> You finished that. Why did she hurt me? Oh, me daughter. Uh, and, and, yes, I did say Connie Lingus. I'm sorry about that. Uh, why, See, you do know Latin. Runny Linktus. Why did she? Oh, that's what I need for my throat. Some Runny Linktus. Why did she? Honey Linktus. Why did she hurt me? My daughter. My adult daughter. Now this is a fascinating. Read this out. My adult daughter started having counselling recently for anxiety, and her attitude towards me has changed dramatically. We used to be very close, but now she's so aloof and cold. Oh. You are a shit. Ah, I know what's going on here. She says her counsellor thinks I'm the cause of her problems. This is extremely hurtful because I'm a single mum who's made a great deal of sacrifices for her along the way. You had her. And always done my absolute best. Can you ever see our relationship improving? Judy, 49, of Cardiff. Now, have a listen to this. It's clear that your daughter loves you. Good. You loves you more than words could express. However, it seems that your protective nature has inadvertently prevented her from developing her own sense of independence and self-reliance. Good. I agree with both those I things. I do. Perhaps it's time to take a step back and allow her the space to blossom and thrive. Good. Here's a ritual to keep you both connected. Right, this is where... This is where me. you don't say good, you say... 
This is his advice, right? Select a small item of jewellery that holds special significance and sit quietly for ten minutes, holding it and reflecting on all the things you hope for your daughter's future. Light a white candle, place it in a holder, put the jewellery in a bowl of water as the candle burns down, write down any sad or negative thoughts you have about your daughter. Light the paper, place it in the water in front of her, then leave for another ten minutes. Remove the jewellery from the bowl, clean and dry it while saying your wishes again for your daughter, focusing on positive and uplifting thoughts. When you see her next, give the jewellery and say, I love you, with a, you know, ritualistically. This ritual can help both of you move forward. Remember, the power of love and positive intentions can overcome any obstacles. Now, <laughs> as I say, I agree with the first part. Yes. That, but what's your daughter going to say? It's all going very well to you say to your daughter. And as a result of this road to Damascus discovery that you need to blossom, I'm going to do a ritual. No, that's terrifying. Isn't it? Just say to her, do you know what? I'm really sorry that in the past I may not have respected your boundaries. That's it. I would hope that moving forward, you um, can, we can do this together. Yeah. But with a respectful distance that you need to thrive and grow. That's right. Have this from Lizzie Duke. Nice. That's it. Nice. Nice bit of jewellery. I mean, the daughter's going to be going, oh, I'm not going to trust you. Yeah, because she's a witch. Is what she's going to think about her own mum. But also, she feels like her mum's been overbearing. Exactly. It's like she's putting a collar on her. That's right. Oh, yeah, I realise you must find your own way, but first... I'm going to put a candy in a bowl <laughs> of water. <laughs> Bollocks. Why did he feel... Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, that, this is interesting, this one. Go on. Why did he feel so close and closest in caps? Yeah. After my husband died for a very long time, I found it too upsetting to visit his grave. However, when I eventually managed to drag myself there, although it was emotional, I suddenly felt incredibly close to him. Nice. It made me wonder whether spirit, with a capital S, feels a stronger connection to you when you visit a special place such as a graveyard. Or was I just imagining it? Says Diana, 61 of Bristol, writing to a supernatural focus magazine. I believe... This is the answer. I believe the feeling you had at the grave was real and not imagination. I also feel that your husband was able to get closer to you because you made the effort to visit his resting place. Often, when we acknowledge our loved ones in the spirit world, there's a special spiritual bond created. I'd look for little signs he might give you now to tell you what his spirit to tell you that his spirit is watching over you. I think that's a bit of a cheek, isn't mm. it? It's going, um, well... You finally turned up, well done. Fa- yeah, well done. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, at last. Right, well, I might I might actually show you a little bit of love from beyond the, you know, the grave. And actually, them flowers, those are only cheap. Those are from Asda's, those, aren't they? Yeah. I don't think it works like that. The husband, oh, where have you been? Yeah. They've all been here. Been on me Todd all Been on time. me Todd. Well, thank you. Diana, 61. I don't believe that for a second. No. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there have been, well, developments at Erskine Court. You know, I'm determined to move out. I'm determined to move out! I don't blame you. I mean, we were talking only yeah. about boundaries. Yours are being pushed all over they the really shop, are, They really are, and I can't afford to live it. If they're going to charge me extra, you know, rates for operating a business out of it, I can't afford it. So, as I said, I went to Eversham's, the managing agent's, They've put it on the market, and this week a fella called Eric came round to have a look at my flat with a view to buying it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's someone at the door. Oh, hello. Uh, Eric, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, just looking at the flat. That's yes, right. yes. Certainly, um, Eversham said you'd you'd be round. Um, come in, do do come in. Um, have you come far? Just just ten minutes down the road. Ten, uh, ten minutes down the road. Yeah. So you know the area uh, a little bit, do you? Uh, really, I don't really go out at all. So I just um, right, okay. Mainly just play computer games and. Well, I mean, I've been in the area for five years. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, just come through here through the, to the living room. Now, now you could set up your, your gaming stuff here very, very nicely. As you can see, there's... Is uh, it f- fibre optic? Yes, or? all f- f- fully f- fibre optic round here. And yeah. um, I think you'll agree that, you know, the the alcove space is quite is quite a nice feature there. Um, yeah, I, it's just, I mean, I could put... I could probably, I'm quite into Disney films. I could put my films on the right, yes. shelf there. Uh, P- perfect. Um, I, I, you know, if I, I get rid of all... The, ignore all that. It's all paranormal books and <laughs> DVDs right. and stuff. I don't know whether you know any of my... You don't uh, You don't know me. Uh, not familiar, no. I'll tell you what, have a look over here because there's a number of um, number of power sockets over here. Now, you could set up over here very, very easy. What, what, what do you think of the room? It's quite quite spacious, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I mainly just need a little den to... to but it looks it looks big enough for me, yeah. It looks good. Um, right, OK. Just more... Just download speed. What's the download speed on your, your fibre optic? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know that specifically um <laughs> i mean if you I, I, i'm sure i can find these things come through to the kitchen come come yeah. come, come come through to the kitchen do you, do you cook a lot yourself <laughs> eric just or? make yeah just just deliver just honestly just at I, just, just at the computer yeah. just, just um, <laughs> lovely so it, I, like it would it is an urgent it is a sort of non-negotiable to me to have a certain download speed on the Right, okay. Well, I can certainly look that. If that's a deal breaker, I will look it up. Uh, yeah. Eric, I've been very happy here, I have to say. And everyone's very nice. What, what, what do you think? What do you what do you think of the kitchen? Well, it's big, and, and the, yeah, the kitchen's fine. Probably, probably useless to me, but it's, you know. I'll... Hello there. The door is open. I just came in. Are you? Are you? Who are you? Ruth, what are you doing um, here? Yeah, I'm Ruth. just l- looking at the flat. Just you can't buy the flat. Well, you no. can't. Buy, no, you can't yeah. because because it's ha- it's haunted. Does he tell you it's haunted? Excuse me, Eric. J- j- come over here, Ruth. What the bloody hell do you think you're doing? I've got someone coming around to look at the flat. I'm trying to sell this place. No, Could you kindly make yourself scared? You can't sell the flat because it's haunted. You have to tell him everything. You have to tell him that it's haunted. It's haunted. It's 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 haunted. And one night oh, I God. saw something and I thought it was oh, I thought it was Jesus Clinton Christ. with big hair because of the big hair and the yes. jewellery. Right, and okay. do you know what? It wasn't Clinton. It was Peter Stringfellow from the strip clubs. 
from the street. He, he doesn't know. He's too young to know. Any Ruth, can you can you go back to your flat, please? He was dancing. Peter Stringfellow was can... dancing, and you could see, you could smell in here when he comes from the afterlife. It's all his hairspray, oh, and the and he's got pole yeah. dancers, and you can smell their no, bones no. and their that, armpits. That's enough. No, it's really Ruth, Ruth, really I'm, I'm scary se- flat. All right, right, Eric. I can only apologise. This but is one of my neighbours, Ruth. She she does normally keep herself very very scarce. Please don't listen to her. She's f***ing mad, all right? Clint, he also, so just... he puts the poos under the floorboards and it stinks in the Who summer. Does? You do, Clinton. I've seen you and I've smelt them oh, and it really me. smells. I do not put my right. poos under the floorboards, Eric, please. It, it, I'm, she's talking a lot of nonsense. If, anyway, I can find out about the download speeds and everything. Okay. What, R- Ruth, mean, if you, you like to, to go away, there's no there's bloody no Peter Stringfellow. There's no downloading Stringfell- here at all. What? But she's she's saying there's no da- download speed. What, what do you mean? Yes, by- there's plenty of downloads. As I said, that's quite. <laughs> Look, I'm sure your Disney films can be downloaded. I'm sure you can play your Disney games. I'm sure it's going to be no problem at all. Which is your favourite Disney film, Eric? Ruth, <sighs> probably probably Incredibles. Didn't like the sequel too much. Didn't think it was necessary. But I think. I love the incredible. Oh, she's into Disney, actually, uh, Eric. Yeah, I'm more, Pixar is all. It's it's you know Pixar. Okay, is it to look around the flat? Pixar, I, I like Disney. Oh right. Oh. Yeah, I really like. What, what what's what's your favourite? What's your favourite film? Got, might, it might be Hocus Pocus two, and I I like Ant Man and the Wasp as well. Right. Okay. I love Toy Story. I love uh, it. I love Toy Story. I think right, I, I think uh, I love the Incredibles as well. We could watch them together when you move I don't, in. I don't. Well, I just. I, I already. Well, kind now of, hold on, uh, Ruth. I, I. I mean, I already. I don't. I. I have a girlfriend. Uh, uh, on the forums. I mean, we have. We haven't met, but it's sort of early stages. But R- Ruth, please. I mean, yes. I'm on the forums. Yeah. It might right, be well, me. I'm this, Princess P. She's called. Uh, 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 Fiona, which we joke about because that's Shrek, but Streamworks. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh... I'm Fiona. I'm Fiona. Oh Christ! No, you're not. You're a f-ing idiot. Now listen, I'm trying to show him around. All right. I, I appreciate your. She's well into Disney, actually, Eric. As it goes, but you will not have to see it. You do not have to indulge in any of this Disney bollocks. Please go away. Have a think about things, or, or maybe come back another time when I can get rid of. Fucking Shrek here, all right? I right. could call you once. Right. What? We could sit together and I could like call I said, you it's, once. You know, it's early stages for, for me once and Fiona. Once Disney, couldn't I? Um, Mr. Disney. Mr. Yeah. Disney, touch my boobs. Oh, Jesus Christ, Ruth. She's in America as well, so to sort of download... Yeah. Speed's important Look, for me. Um, yeah, OK. I'll tell you what, Eric, why, why don't we arrange for you to come back? I'll try and get rid of her, all right? That's, yeah, that's fine. Um, Please, thank you. Okay, thanks. Go, go, okay, goodbye. I'll speak, I'll speak to you shortly. Thank you. Right, Ruth, mm. you really have surpassed yourself this time, haven't I you? I think you should move out and he should move in now, Clinton. I think you should hurry up. Time now for an incre- a, a real, an epic story, an epic, a main meal from Take and Break, Fate and Fortune, the Sunbed Spirit. I was. This is what caught my eye as soon as you put this in front of me. Yeah. The little pre, the little prelude. Yeah. What did the prelude say? I was bronzing in the buff when a figure came to me with a very special message by Gemma Brooks, thirty-five. <laughs> That's not what it is about. But go on. Don't do some beds. I hope that was the message. That's the message. I strapped the goggles onto my eyes before setting the timer and carefully stepping into the pod, looking down at my pale skin. I thought, Yep, you could definitely do with a tan. I was off on holiday in a few weeks time so I was at my local sunbed shop to get a head start on my summer colour. Good idea. Today, terrible idea, today me and mum had been joined by my childhood friend Stacy and her mum Lynn. We were all in our separate booths, I'm glad she clarified that. <laughs> You're not going to get an all over tan if there's three of you no. in there. 
Holding onto the handles at the top, I hummed along to the tunes playing out loud inside. Yeah, that's lovely. I do that. Do you? Yeah. Do you like a sunbed? No, when I go into, you know, my spa or whatever it is, which I'll tell you about later, um, I go in there and immediately, I don't know whether it's the woman at the desk puts on some whale music. It reminds her (laughs) when I'm stripped and looking pale. She thinks, oh, hello. Stick that on. (laughs) Suddenly the song changed over the pop dance track, Stranded by Lutretia McNeil. Oh, I don't know that one. We'll have to have a listen to that. Oh, I know that one. It goes, I don't want to feel like I'm stranded. Well done. Goes like that, yeah. That's cost us 50 quid. Oh, well, no, it's not close enough to the real thing. They won't recognise it. I instantly recognised it, unlike Clinton. But as I listened, (laughs) I frowned in confusion. In the background, I could hear a faint voice. Oh, God, here we go, I thought. I'd been connecting with spirits since I was seven after my great-granddad Jack passed away. But when Mum broke the news, I looked over his shoulder and I could see him sitting there clear as day. What's she on about? I thought he hasn't gone. I seemed to understand that although he may not be in the physical realm, he was still around. That night, Grandad came to me. Look after your mum, he said. She's going through a lot right now and it will make sense when you're older. Next morning, I couldn't wait to tell Mum, and she was overjoyed. She couldn't believe I'd been able to witness something so special. Years later, I found out Mum was in the process of splitting up with my stepdad at the time Grandad passed, and suddenly what he told me made sense. As years passed, spirits continued to communicate with me, though I lost connection a bit when I was in my teens. Age 24, I began going to a spiritualist church with my dad, where I learned to embrace it all again. From then, I started offering readings in the hair salon where I worked. Within a year, I went full-time, becoming a psychic medium and spiritual mentor. Now, four years on, here I was standing completely stark as in the tanning booth with a voice reaching out. You don't want to do that in there. (laughs) At first, I couldn't put my finger on who it was. Then, suddenly, his face became clear in my mind. And I hope you had a lovely time. No, Christ, let's hope it wasn't him. Go on. <laughs> then suddenly his face became clear in my mind. It was Stacy's stepdad and Lynn's husband, Graham. He'd passed a few years ago, but now he had a special mess, special message. I know where you were last Saturday. <laughs> Please listen to this lyrics, he said, as Stranded played on the speakers. So not asking questions, I did as I was told. I know I'll see... This is the lyrics. Yeah. I know I'll see you again someday... I'll be waiting for that day all my life, the lyrics went. After the song ended, Graham said, Please tell Lynn happy anniversary and reassure it's okay to move on. I just want her to be happy. Well, she's getting an all over tan for someone, isn't she? Oh, yeah. I took a breath before turning to Lynn and describing my surreal sunbed experience. Your Graham's just been through to me, I told her. What, really? She said, in shock. I explained the song I'd been playing and told her he wanted her to go home and listen to the lyrics. Oh, and he also says happy anniversary to you, I added. Her face lit up with a smile. Our wedding anniversary is in a few days' time, she said. I explained how Graham encouraged her to move on and find someone. He just wants you to be happy, I said. Lynn wasn't usually one for displaying emotion, but I could see the message meant a lot to her. She said she'd recently been on holiday to Tenerife and had been contemplating moving out there for a while. But because of guilt, she felt like she couldn't go on to start a new life and now it seemed like a weight had been lifted from her and given her the reassurance she needed to let go. Six years later, Lynn has found happiness again following Graham's push (laughs) to to move out to Tenerife. No, he didn't say that, did he? No, he didn't. He said move on. He didn't say move out. (laughs) Well, okay. She's living her life to the full and even went on to remarry too. Uh A spirit coming through to me while I was on a sunbed was the last thing I expected. But I'm just so glad I was able to pass on a message that brought so much peace. Isn't that lovely? Gemma's new book, Spirituality Authentic, is out now. How do you feel about being naked around other people in... I mean, this is not very spiritual of me, but it did make me think, going not suntanning with friends and boobs and all that? No, friends and boobs and all that do not mix, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I'm quite a private person. Yeah. um, And no, I would not be striding about... With no kegs on. Because, you know, as I said, I've joined this new health club to get fit for my tour. 
people. So mm-hmm. please buy some tickets. And I was in there the other day, and some men are very proud of all their bits, so they just wander around. I've heard some men dry their uh, nether regions with the hair dryers. Yeah, they do. I mean, if, if they're not sorting out their um, fridge freezers, they're <laughs> pointing at their uh, dingle dangles. But yeah, no, I had that yesterday. I was I was in there yesterday. Funny enough, I've got to tell you this. I wasn't going to sell this. I'm going to be very very careful mm. in case I libel someone. But I went into. T- Sorry about this, folks. You're like this. I was there, and I, a bloke. I went bent down to uh, get my stuff out the locker. And there was a guy there getting changed, and uh, he was sat there panting a bit. And he'd been in the. There's a lovely spa part of this place, very very posh. And he says, "We go. Oh, I can't stop sweating." I said, "Oh yes, I've just started it. I'm only a new member." And uh, I said, "You know, I've got to do something about. You know, I'm 55 now. I've got to you know keep fit." And he said to me, oh, "I'm 55 as well." I said, "Oh, did you go to school round here?" And he said, "Oh yeah, I did." I said, "Anyway, he gave me his name." Yeah. And I said, oh, yes, I recognise that name. And I said a couple of people who might have been to his school. He said, oh, I remember him. He said, I remember him, you know. I said, oh, OK, do you know my other mate? And he went, oh, yeah, did he leave his wife? I said, yes, he, he did He did leave his wife, my, my mate. A name I will not mention. And I went, oh, yeah, you know about that. I said, um, you weren't one of the people who received the email. And this particular guy, he had a girlfriend who wanted him to leave his wife, mm. sent Emails to everyone in his bloody direction. The girlfriend. The did. girlfriend did. Oh, mate. all the all the dirty details about everything they'd been up to. Yeah, really horrendous. And my mate was really upset, and he had to go on sort of. He was depressed as a yeah. result. He was really in a terrible state. And I said, you know, it was all about you know what they got up to and <gasps> when he was cheating on his wife and all that stuff. And I got to end that. He said, no, no, I wasn't one of those people. Uh, it's my wife. She's more friends with his ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, Christ. So I started thinking, did the ex-wife know about this stuff? Does she know all their personal stuff is all over the place via email? It was bloody awful! Oh and that was a real lesson, Clinton, in don't share too much. I'd only just met him! Do you know what I find, though? I think since lockdown, I always give people an extra five paragraphs when really they just want a sentence yes. answer. Yes, well, I'm very much like that. I'm very much an open like, book. Oh, we're having a chat now, are we? Let's have a chat. And yeah. she's just packing my shopping. That's she's right. Interested. No, I know. I'm very much like that. I'm an open, bloody yeah. book. Because I'm all give, give, give. Yeah, answer. giving all the time. Can't help yourself. Giving. I'm like, you know, I came and I gave without taking, but um, this, you sent me away. Mandy. Mandy. By the brilliant... Barry Manilow. You just turned 80. Wonderful Barry Manilow. I, I want to talk to you about 80. I've just downloaded some Barry Manilow for my car when I go up and down I the I love car. Barry Manilow. So do I. And if you young people don't like him at home, you can f*** off. <laughs> We're fanilows. We're fanilows, we are. Maybe you prefer this fella. Hello, Clinton Bob. It's David Bowie. <laughs> right. Oh, you know what they say, though, the kids. Oh, before my time... Before bloody mine, I know. Oh, honestly, sorry, just while we're having a bit of a rap, before my time. Yeah. Like well, I, Glenn Miller's before my time, but I have a vague understanding of who he is. Just have a bit of curiosity, kids, that's all we're asking. Have a bit of curiosity. Peter Bezik oh, yeah. got in touch. And could we please read out this email? Fascinating stuff coming up now. Hi, Clinton. Firstly, we saw you live in Edinburgh recently at the Stand Comedy Club. The best thing we saw all year, for sure. That's a great oh, way of getting you to do what Good lad, good lad. Thank you. So when my daughter was young and we lived in Leyland, Lancashire, there were always four friendly ghosts in my house. Billy, Paddy, Albert and Lawrence... While no one else saw them, my daughter DJ, Daryl Jade Bezik, often spoke with them. Yeah. Told you not to sit in certain seats in the house as one of them was already sat down, etc. Things also moved around the house unexpectedly and on one occasion in DJ's bedroom, my golf bag came out of the wardrobe on their own in the night and in the morning when we went to our bedroom, the golf clubs were spread all over the room while she was still stood up in her cot laughing. What is that baby doing? (laughs) I like that one. So, Billy, Paddy, Albert and Lawrence then. We presume they were four males that she often spoke to and when asked, she would tell us that Billy was a naughty little boy and that Paddy was a man who wore a peaked cap. Bit racist. Uh, A few years later, we got a medium to come to the house and she explained that there was an older lady in a long white dress walking up and down the stairs and this was a Mrs Lawrence whose family used to own all the land around us and that Paddy was a chauffeur, hence the peak cat. Bit of a racial stereotype going on there. <laughs> then, when we asked DJ, she confirmed that, yes, of course Daddy Lawrence is a lady. Of course Daddy 
Get your punctuation right. Of course, Daddy. Lawrence is a lady and Paddy's an older man. Billy was still the naughty little boy, though. I'm sure my daughter DJ can add much more to the story if required, but I just thought there was enough comedic value in the story for you to work with on your podcast. Comedic? It's, it's bloody terrifying! Really? Happy to talk w- through it with you, as my daughter would be too. Cheers, Peter Bezik. Well, I spoke to Peter Bezik earlier this week. Hi, Peter. Hi. Nice to meet you, Clinton. Nice to meet you too. What happened to DJ, please? Uh, she's bottled it, really. She's uh, she's very, very nervous, and she said, um, this is what you want to do, Father. I don't want to do it, and therefore I'm not doing it, but I'm happy for it to to be aired. Right, and what what was it that you particularly frightened of speaking to me? Or so, no, reliving no. the horror, or what? Reliving the horror and people thinking she's she'd possibly be quite mad because she used to have four four friends who were all ghosts who lived in the house with us. Well, first of all, what message has she got to pass on? That it's all a load of nonsense or that, yes, she no, stands by every no. word? She absolutely believes it. She doesn't see them anymore. But right. the story was when she was young, from a from a fairly young child, to being able to, when she first spoke, there was four people in the house over and above the family. They were Billy. Yeah. There were Paddy. Yeah. There was Albert and there was Lawrence. Yeah. And she always referred to those four people. And when we asked her, Billy was a naughty little boy. Yeah. Uh, no idea who Paddy was. He didn't seem to really, uh, you know. And to be fair, he might, you know, might have been deaf and dumb. But um, and then yeah. there was Albert. Albert was an older man. He wore a peak cap. And we yes. found out later. Found out later was a chauffeur. Uh, and then there was Lawrence. And we always presumed Lawrence was a man. Yeah. Uh, it was only a couple of years later. When she'd grown up a little bit, we had a medium at the house. Yes. Another, another dodgy one. And um, she said to us... Another bleeding dodgy one. <laughs> another one, yes. Go on. Yes. We'll and she... That. Okay. And she said, you do know Lawrence is a lady. It was the yeah. Lawrence family that owned the land in Leyland in Lancashire. Right. And I can see her now. She's walking up and down the stairs. She's got a big white flowy dress on. Yeah. It's Mrs. Lawrence. So we go to DJ and say, you know this Lawrence that talks to you all the time, this little boy? Mm. No, Daddy, Lawrence is a lady. And it's an old lady. And what does she like? Well, she has a long, flowing white dress. Peter, it's abs- you are in danger of going to the top of the leaderboard <laughs> of ghost stories. It's a shame <laughs> she's not here. But when you spoke to her last, and she said, yes, I'm very happy for you to tell the story. Did she add anything to it? Did she say, I absolutely remember these people, I spoke to them, I know they existed? Or was there a chance that they were just made-up playmates? She said that she doesn't see them anymore, but they were as clear as anything. She used to have long conversations. Do, does she remember any specific stories where she says, well, do you remember that? And I remember Billy, Paddy... Uh, or any of them telling her a certain thing? Does she remember certain events that she can retell? Yes. She remembers constantly people coming to the house and shouting at people, saying, you can't sit there. Paddy sat there, or Billy sat there. They were in the room with her all the time. She remembers being woken up in the night, and a mum would go up to see her, and the room was cold. And yeah. you say, what's the matter? Why can't you sleep? She said, because Billy, Billy's messing about. He keeps messing about and he won't let me sleep. And we say, Billy, would you please leave her? Yes. Go and, come and see her in the morning, but leave her. She wants to get to sleep. And then suddenly the room would go warm. Does she have any idea why they've left her? When did they leave her? She They left her when she was about six or seven. She right. always felt they were there to protect her. We never had any issue with it. She was always, she would be talking to them. She would, she felt that they were there to look after her. We felt they were there to look after her. And it was, ne- there was never any bad presence or anything. It was always good, but they just, they left as she grew up. Were you, I mean, at the time, did you believe it or do you think it was a load of bollocks? A load of bollocks, to be fair. Did you? I thought it was, I thought it was absolutely nonsense until the Mrs. Lawrence bit. When a medium told us that there was somebody called Lawrence, but yes. it was a Mrs. Lawrence, and then we went went back to DJ and said, Ask, explain what this Lawrence like. What is he like? And she said, Daddy, it's not a he, it's a lady. Right. That's, when we, that's when we started to believe it was real. You don't think drifting around 
making a lot of noise, making everyone cold, miserable. And some people slightly frightened. It could have been Lawrence Fox, the big mouth <laughs> right-wing twit. <laughs> no? No, I don't, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure he's a lovely man. I'm sure he's a lovely man and he wouldn't be in Leyland in Lancashire. No, in my, no. in my daughter's bedroom, otherwise that would be an issue. That, that would so. be trouble. Peter, well, it's absolutely fascinating, and she stands by every word of it. Absolutely, and I'll, be, I'll ask it again if she'll dare come on to be interviewed I would once love, she's heard the first part. I would love to hear from her, because she might have some specifics to tell us. All right, Peter. Well, what a fantastic... That is absolutely fantastic stuff. I think at the moment, you're going to go to number two on the leaderboard. But Thank you. But if you can get DJ to speak to us, you could well go to number one. Could you send me a copy of the recording and I'll send it to her and then I'll convince her that she needs to come on and finish that off. Has, she she can paid, has she paid for the Patreon? No, she hasn't. I'll make sure she does, or I'll Peter, pay on her behalf as that. Well, that, that is the correct answer. You can... <laughs> All right, Peter. Thank, thank you, you very, much. very much. That Cheers. is spooky. Namaste, Marvelous. Peter. Namaste. Take care. Thank you. Well, the upshot of this is that Peter spoke to uh, DJ, and uh, this is this is the email. Have a read of that, Linda. Uh, spoke to DJ today, says uh, Peter, and while she personally doesn't remember any actual conversation she had as a little girl with Billy Stroke, Albert Stroke, Paddy Stroke, Lawrence, like we discussed, she does remember being woke up on many occasions by Billy, the naughty boy, to play games with him, and her mother and I would have to go up to her bedroom and tell him to leave her alone till the morning. Very cold room, then going back to room temperature. Other stories that happened at the time are as follows. The house had one telephone line with two phones, and at 2am early one morning they rang and were answered at the same time with two different people on the end of them. Both voices asking to speak to Mrs Lawrence. And can we confirm she lived at this location? The phones both went dead at the same time. It was actually a rectangular shape. When out in the car one morning, an old white wedding car pulled up next to us and DJ pointed it out saying, Look, Daddy, that's the same car as Albert drives Mrs Lawrence around in. DJ's grandma, three, this is the story three, took her to the local cemetery and once there, DJ asked her to slow down, please, grandma, as B stroke P stroke A stroke L can't keep up with them. And Mrs Lawrence wanted to stop and pick some of the lovely flowers. That's a bit of a shit one, number three, but don't matter. Hope these help. Cheers, Peter. Right, so DJ doesn't want to be involved in this podcast. Mm. Um... And that, for that reason, I believe it's absolutely 100% true because she has no desire for any publicity. OK, well, that's one reading of it, isn't it? What's the other reading? She knows it's bullshit. OK, well, let's <laughs> move on before we lose any more listeners and ask Linda, what the Jiminy Cricket are you up to Well, when you leave this holy place? You know exactly what I'm going to be up to. I'm, what? I'm prepping. I'm prepping for Sunday. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you're coming on Sunday, for Christ's sake, will they get this on Sunday? No, well, they won't get this. If you're not coming to this one, which you will have already been to, yes. come to the next one. OK, well, look, we this is the great unknown, because we're doing this just before we do our first live podcast from the 100 Club in London's glittering West End. Mm. Uh, so, yes, if you're coming to the next one on September the 24th, or Sunday, October the 15th, Sunday, November the 26th, or Sunday, December the 3rd, first of all, go and get your tickets. Yes. We got tickets.com, and it's called Clinton Baptist Sunday Seance, and Bring with you a ghost story that we can speak to you about and we can feature on the podcast. You can come up on stage or you can sit where you are in the audience. But you may appear on the podcast you in the may, future. You absolutely may. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. We've got to prep for that, haven't we? I am. And I don't do sunbeds, but I do do uh, fake tan. So I'm going to go home and slather myself head to toe. Oh, fantastic. So that I don't look like a milk bottle up there. <laughs> Quite right. And I'm going to get on all my fancy rock and roll clothes because I'm going to be on at London's 100 club is what people will say when I get up oh, there. they will, won't they? They will. All right, Linda, thank you for joining us. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, so have I, and I hope you have at home. Yeah? 
No, they haven't. Look no, at that non, face. None taken. All right. See you at the 100 Club on Sunday. Though, as we've just established, this will have long been and gone by the time you hear this. Until next time, namaste, shalomah, shakatatat. to Linda, Adam Cairns, uh, Sally Ann Hayward, Eric Rushton, Peter Bezik and his daughter DJ, David Brinkworth for the music and Glow for singing it most spookily. Club in London. Don't forget Clinton Baptist Sunday Seance. It's at wegottickets.com. Now, finally, why don't you buy a ticket to see my UK tour from March 2024 roller coaster? Tickets at clintonbaptist.com. Tour. I know where you were last Saturday. And I hope you had a lovely time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading nail.